During the last few years, we've ventured into a lot of different fields. And we've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Started with the mouse podcast, and I hate John. <laughs> you fixed it this time. I did <laughs> the last take that I did. I said I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> Don't touch your microphone. Sorry. We are We're still in the midst of getting um, a replacement. I love like, how it says this is a high grade cable, and it is mostly not. I a mean, high grade cable. We've okay. We've done this for a year now, and people have touched and messed with our soundboard many a times. So, I think we're doing okay. Yeah, I guess we just need a new cable. Um, this is our what? Ten, ten minutes, minutes of, of nonsense. nonsense. This has nothing to do with Disney. It doesn't. Um, I want to talk about something kind of serious, I guess. Um, I'm going to hand out our tags real quick before like we even start. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Getting serious. Um, so, we are on Instagram, started with mouse underscore podcast. Um, we are on Facebook, started with Mouse Podcast, and thank you for all our new members in the last two weeks. We've had probably like five people. Yeah. That's crazy for us. I mean, not a big deal, but it is kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um, I want to try to see if I can find some way to advertise the podcast here in the next week or two, so I might be looking into that. Um, and then we are on Twitter, m- at Mousy Podcast. Um, Gmail, started with Mouse Podcast at gmail.com. And with that being said, if you are going to reach out to us this week on it, weekend on any social media platforms and we do not respond, well, me specifically, I apologize in advance because I am having an unplugged weekend because seasonal depression sucks. <laughs> um, and I kind of just wanted to like talk about that real quick. I mean, I know it has nothing to do with Disney, um, but and I, I'm not asking for sympathy. I'm really not like with this. It's just something that I think society's okay with now. Like the whole anxiety and seasonal depression. I have very high functioning anxiety. So you wouldn't know that I had it unless I talk about it. Um, but I have a very bad case of seasonal depression right now. And it's the worst it's ever been in like probably 12 to 13 years. Um, I've been dealing with it for a very long time. Um, but I kind of just want to like reach out to those of you who might have it that don't really talk about it. If you're ever in a situation that like you aren't comfortable like reaching out to people just know that john and i would always be there and willing to talk to you um with anything because this is actually um a very important week i guess 
Um, one of my friends from high school actually committed suicide um, on January 13th. We just got real serious. In here. I, I told you it was being I was being serious. Um, it was January 13th. I think it's been five years now, maybe four. Um, but she was a very happy-go-lucky girl, you know. She, um, you would never think it. And I think that's the suffer in silence types. And I don't want anybody on the podcast listening to think that they don't have somebody to talk to. Um, so if anybody is dealing with that, please, like, don't hesitate to talk to us. I don't want something to happen to, you know, anybody, but especially one of our listeners, you know. Yeah. Sorry, I just got real deep, but <laughs> it's just been weighing heavy on my heart, I guess, this week, so... I don't know what to say. And transition into happy thoughts. No, I don't know. I don't know what to transition. Um, this <laughs> Do like you have any nonsense to talk about? I, um, I know it got cut deep, but I think, I mean, it's something that we shouldn't feel uncomfortable talking about. Um, that's why I just want to bring it up, I guess. Um, I guess I'm going to apologize <laughs> for the podcast being a day late here. Um, well, it's not just you. Um, I worked a 14-hour shift on Tuesday, and we usually record on Tuesday nights. And sometimes Mondays. Yeah, sometimes Mondays. And today I also worked a 12-hour shift, so I do apologize for this podcast getting out a little bit later than nor uh, normal. So that one's on me. If you want to write all your hate mail, just send it over to me. It's not just on you, though. Like like I said, like my seasonal depression is crap. So we could have really recorded last night, but I think part of me wasn't pushing you. You know. And I also didn't get home till almost 8 p.m. last night, so. Well, yeah, but, you know. Um, but I do want to talk about something that's on Netflix that just literally came out uh, today. Uh, that so we, good. Um, the new Aaron Hernandez um, murder it's, case. Yeah, it's called A Killer Inside the Mind of... Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. So I'm not going to give away too much, but the first episode alone, I really feel like this is going to be a good series for me. It's definitely like a hook and sinker. Like, it, it just reels you right in. Yeah, like, I was getting kind of, like... Um, bored with it after about 30 45 minutes and then at the very end of the first episode they like hook mine and sinker you right back in for another episode which is what netflix does like if you look at series like stranger things and other yeah. episodes like i feel like that's and all they do honestly like and i'm not gonna lie i had no idea about this case i had no idea who the hw hockey six aaron hernandez was so if you're a woman and you're like hesitant to watch it don't be it is very intriguing very interesting everything about it Yep. So I think we've can conclude our ten minutes of nonsense in about seven minutes. At about, at about seven minutes. At a boot. At a boot. Um, okay. So John came up with this one, um, but I'm very excited for it. And I think in 2020, that's what we need to strive for: is to come up with ideas that we're actually excited about. Because right before we started recording, John was like, "Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna be able to record tonight because our uh, computer's taking a crap right now." And uh, I was very upset because I have been excited about this episode for the last few days since you mentioned it. You're welcome. Me going back to the gym gets my creative juices flowing, I feel so, like. So I think like 2020, that's really what we need to do because I think that's where we falter. I think whenever we're like just doing topics where we're not very excited about it, we're like, mm, you know, it's harder to record when it's not something that you're interested in, yeah. I guess. Uh, so Kathy actually like made a... A 10 through 1 list. Yeah, so it's a top 10. I didn't have time to, like, organize all my thoughts, well, so... Okay, the episode's not a top 10, it's but that's like, what I did. I made it into a top 10, so I'm going to go from my number 10 to my number 1, and I actually have an honorable mention as well. Okay. Um, 
So this, uh, the name of this episode is uh, going to be our Disney bucket list. Yes. So, uh, this I don't really think we have any rules for this. It's just kind of like a free for all. This could be an event at Disney, at Disneyland, at uh, Disneyland Tokyo, literally Shanghai. Any, it's anything related to Disney that would be on your bucket list. Like, and even if it's as simple, and you guys can create your own bucket list. We'd love to hear from you. Like, what's on your bucket list that might not be on ours? But if some of you haven't even been to Disney World yet, and you're just listening to the podcast. It can simply just be to go, go to, to Disney, Disney World, World or Disneyland. Like, or it could be like as simple as I want to meet Sorcerer Mickey. Yeah, like something as little as that or as big as, you know, I want to go to Tokyo Disneyland. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, there, there's no stipulations for this. Yeah, I th- and then another thing is I think me and Kathy are going to um, kind of collide, I guess, or have the same ones. Oh, we're definitely going to have a similar ones. I don't know that so, it'll be the same. So when this happens, we'll just talk about it together. Yeah. Um, but mine so. are pretty specific. Okay. Mine are pretty Pacific. Pacific. Do you, you want know. me to go first or do you want to do your honorable mention? No, my honorable mention I'm going to do last, actually. Okay. So I'll let you go first. Okay. So I'm going to start with number 10. Um, <laughs> so my number 10. Pulls out like a, an Excel spreadsheet. I do. stuff <laughs> on it. Which I found out something cool about Apple Notes. You can actually create like a checklist. So like whenever I'm at the store and I make my list on my phone, I can check off every item that I get. When you go into Aldi's. Aldi. Aldi's. Aldi. We're from, we're from the north. We put S's on everything. Okay. So anyway, mine, I'm going from 10 to 1. And basically how I rated this, I guess, was like 10 is like the most uh, attainable for me, for us, I guess. Um, whereas like number one is, at this point, it's a pipe dream, I guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, so my number 10 is a Disney cruise and specifically an Alaskan cruise. Yeah, this was on my list as well. So we'll talk about it at the same time. Okay, good. Um, this is one that I'm really interested in because they do a um, a whale watching excursion on this uh, trip. So this is one I would really like to do. That's one of the excursions that uh, comes along with the Disney cruise to Alaska. Was this one of like, do you think out of your list, do you think this is more attainable than other ones? Or do you think this is kind of more of like closer to a pipe dream because for me it's attainable yeah it's attainable it's just gonna it's just gonna, it's gonna be take a time lot. it's gonna take time because the alaskan cruises are like the most expensive out of all the they're cruises. most expensive and they're only during certain times uh-huh. so that you can do these things but again with disney if you go through a travel agent if you go through disney like you can make payment plans yeah, and that would be the awesome. best option for us yeah. um that's why it's number 10 for like the most attainable for me yeah, I'm. Um, there's just different things. I really have always wanted to go to Alaska, and I and I've seen different videos of um, different cruises going to Alaska, and it seems like Disney kind of has the right feel for it all. And to get to meet the characters, they're kind of dressed up like they're, um, you know, heading into colder climate instead of yeah. you know, what you usually see is uh, definitely something different. So yeah. All right. Um, do you want to go with one of yours, or do you want me to continue? And I'll let you go with number nine, and then we'll just go. Okay. Um, because that was for both of us, so. Okay. So, my number nine is to see the Kiss Goodnight at Magic Kingdom. We've never made it for this. No. Um, and for those of you who don't know, I actually have a website pulled up that kind of explains, so I'm just going to read from there what exactly the Kiss Goodnight is. Um, can, can I just bring up one quick thing about this? 
If you ever listen to, I know we've <clears throat> talked about it before, Deep Park Radio. Oh, yeah. They'll play this every once in a while. Um, I think that you do like Disneyland, Disney Worlds, and like maybe like Disneyland Tokyo, too. Mm-hmm. So, um, The K- Kiss Goodnight takes place in Magic Kingdom beginning about 30 minutes after the park closes. It is a brief show, for lack of a better word, that takes place at Cinderella's Castle. You have to be on Main Street to see and hear it. Um, it is such a quintessential Disney experience. It's a final little touch that Disney World added to the day as a way to say thank you. Um, um, it involves music, a light show, and words describing Walt Disney's vision for the Magic Kingdom. Um, there are videos of the Kiss Goodnight on YouTube, and I have looked at it. Um, I just, I kind of like, I haven't fully watched it. Because I don't want it to be spoiled. Because I know eventually, like, it's going to happen. And that's why it's so high up on my list. Because it's very attainable. You just have to be patient. And you have to be at the right place. Honestly, one of my suggestions, if, like, for me, I guess I have, obviously I have anxiety. But um, my worry is that, like, we're going to be in the park and the cast members are going to be pushing us out. So then I'm not going to be able to experience it. So what I'm thinking to get around that is that we could, uh, you know, like make a reservation for as late as possible at one of the restaurants so that we have to experience Kiss oh Goodnight. <laughs> that's just my thought. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my number nine. Okay, so I'm going to go with something here that's a little bit different, and there's not really too much explanation behind it besides the fact that I'm a hockey nerd. Oh, um, I know what this is. <laughs> uh, I bet you don't. Oh, okay. I want to go see the Mighty Ducks pool at the All-Star Resorts. Oh, okay, that's very attainable. Yeah, that's very attainable. Um, this is one that I told about. I told Kathy about the last time, uh, which was our first time staying on property together, um, that I wanted to do this, and we just kind of ran out of time. We were planning on doing it. It just ended up not happening because the last day that we were at Disney, like I've said before, I was like deathly sick. So yeah, um, no, but that's definitely attainable. Um, I know we talk about Tim and Joan Tracker, and I know that they stayed at Hollywood Movie. Yeah, All Star Movie. All Star Movie. Why did I say Hollywood? I don't know. Um, All Star Movie. Hollywood Movie. And they were like, "What did they say?" There's a hockey net, and he called it like, I forget what he called it, and I'm like, "Oh no!" <laughs> He's so uneducated about sports. <laughs> um, do you want to go with another one of yours? Or do you want me to keep rolling? Oh no, that was mine. So. Okay. Um, I know some of mine aren't going to be like yours. Yeah, mine are pretty detailed. To mine be are just honest. like I'd I like want to do, do this. this. <laughs> like, sorry, my I'm a very simple man. I mean, I'm a simple girl, but when it comes to Disney, think about this, okay? If we we're creating hockey bucket lists, yours would be very elaborate. Yeah, and mine would not. So it's kind of like that. I I'm guess. still learning a lot about Disney, so um, that's interesting. Okay, so we're moving on to number eight for me. And this is the Wild Africa Trek in Animal Kingdom. Now, this is the early morning one, correct? Um, is this like the first of the morning one that they do? It's like I think a special excursion or whatever? I think it's all throughout the day. I think the one you're okay, thinking okay. of is a special one. But I think this one goes all throughout the day. Um, it's... Okay, so I'll just read it off. Um Wild Africa Trek is one of the many special tours that Disney offers to its visitors. The Trek takes place within an acreage of Kilimanjaro Safari. The whole experience lasts for three hours during the park day. In a way, it's the safari on steroids. Um, The number of people permitted on each tour is limited. 
This provides the guests on the trek a much more personalized and intimate experience. The tour has their own special safari trucks and move freely through the Safi River Valley of the safari. Um, all of the guests are provided with a vest and a harness for the duration of the tour. Um, and why, why would you need a harness? Well, the harness is necessary for the safety as you cross the rope suspension bridge over the crocodile. So actually, if you are on Kilimanjaro, there are many times if you look over and you look above yeah. where the crocodiles are, you'll see these people yeah. on this excursion. Um, there's hiking, there's a ride in a safari truck, and there's eating. Part of the tour includes a complimentary African-inspired snack. All throughout the tour, the guides provide the guests with information about the animals. Um, let's see here. There are some pretty... Uh, Strict rules. Strict rules. Thank you. I, I don't even know why words. I can't words. I can't speak. <laughs> I have a podcast, but I don't. I can't speak. <laughs> um, guests have to be a minimum of eight years it's old. Book. Eight years old, forty-eight inches tall, and forty-five pounds. There is also a weight maximum of three hundred pounds, and they do take these um, restrictions very seriously. And the price ranges from one hundred and eighty-nine dollars to two hundred and forty-nine dollars per Love guest. That. Um. Why I put this so high up, though, on the attainable list is because if we were doing, like, an anniversary thing, yeah, $500 between the two of us, I mean, we do that on a weekend. Sorry, I've worked 14 hours and 12 hours. I've worked almost 30 hours in two days. I'm exhausted. I apologize. Anyway, um, the, it's, it's very attainable, but um, that's my number eight. Okay, um, this one was the one that literally brought this whole subject up. Um, so I was looking online at a couple different things at Disneyland. I think it was last week or the week before. Um, Disneyland does a Anaheim Ducks Day every year. And it is something that is very high on my uh, list to do for with Disney. What? <laughs> I don't know. You... <laughs> This is why I wanted you to make a list because he's just like throwing these off at the top of his head, and here I am with a list, and it's like bullet points, and you know, I'm sorry, graphs. I didn't have as much time as you did. Um, I actually did this last night while we were like laying in bed. Yeah, you actually don't fall asleep. I do. Um, no, but Anaheim Duck State, and John and I talked about this. This is going to be a very um. Difficult one, I think. Dif yeah, difficult one because we're going to be living in Florida, and this is obviously in California. They don't do this in Florida. Um, God, I wish they did like a lightning day or like a solar really cool. bear day or a, even a magic day. Um, basically, what we talked about is like we're going to have to wait until I think they announced that you said maybe two months ahead of time. Two months to a month. It's very like because Disneyland, yeah. like we've said before, is more for. Um, like the locals and anything yeah. else. So we're going to have to like plan this very last minute and it's probably not going to be for at least a couple years. At least Maybe a couple three. years. Three Four to five. Yeah. yeah. Three to five, I would say at least at minimum. Um, but yeah, it's very, you got to, you got to know exactly when it's happening. And the merch is really cool too. Yeah. I love the merch for it. Um, this year they had spirit jerseys. They had um, ears. They had pins, everything in between. Um, and then the actual, the Anaheim Ducks players were walking down Main Street and everything else in their parade and everything. So um, I just think it would be kind of fun to see all the tourists that don't really understand hockey 
um, seeing all these hockey players walking down Main Street going, what the heck is going on here? So, yeah, I'm actually going to move my number three up to number seven because number three is a little bit more attainable than my number seven was. So, yeah, I'm going to switch those. Um, so my number seven is it's a pretty simple one. Um, it would have to be whenever we visit Disneyland and it would be to take a tour of Walt's office. I thought you were going somewhere else, but my next one's going to be for Disneyland, too. So we'll talk about this a little bit before we get to mine. You're probably going to steal one of mine, then. <laughs> You're probably going to steal my number five. Okay, let's just... Um, but, yeah, I, I I don't know. It's it's obviously very sentimental to me. I talk about all the time how much Walt means to me. Um, I just think it would be kind of cool to be in an area that he was actually in. Yeah. Because, obviously, with Disney World, like, that's hard, you know? Um, so I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that. I mean, it's a, d- and that's um, all I have to say about that. There's only certain spots available on this tour. Like when they announce it for your day, like you have to make sure you book it very early. Um, it's a very tough tour to get. Um, so basically what you do is you get to go to his former apartment and they kind of take you around the park and everything else along with, it. um, so you get to kind of see what Walt's life was like um, inside of Disneyland. Like through Walt's eyes? Yeah. That's what they should call the tour. Through Walt's I think it's Walt through Walt's footsteps or something like that. I don't know. Whatever, Disney, you're taking my ideas again. It's fine. (laughs) All right. Um, So my next one is going to deal with food. A couple of these are going to deal with food. Um, Okay, I didn't do any food ones. This one is going to be, I want to go to Steakhouse 55. Okay, that's attainable. Yeah, that is a <laughs> uh, restaurant um, that is in Disneyland Park, or actually, it might be at the resort. I don't know. It's at, it's either it's somewhere in Disneyland's area, um, but we were told when we went there uh, to Disney World to have our DVC meeting that the best steak you can get on Disney property is at Steakhouse Fifty Five. And he meant as in Disney World and Disneyland yeah. combined. Um. And Derek and Abby so graciously uh, told us that I did. <laughs> I was right. Mark it down on your calendars. <laughs> I did spoil the surprise that they are going to Steakhouse 55. They leave for their um, trip on Sunday. So um, safe travels to them. Yeah. And we are very excited to see all the pictures and, you know, have interviews <laughs> with them, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be coming on probably either a week or two after their trip. And we'll do a little trip tales and... Uh, we obviously have a topic lined up with Derek and Abby, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so it's I'm. the final countdown. Thank you, dear. I'm going to move another one up because this one is also very attainable. I wasn't, I think I was drunk when I did this. I'm joking, I don't drink. Want me to tell the, the listeners about New Year's Eve? Because I can. Nope. Nope. Not appropriate. Not appropriate. For a um, child's podcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so my number six is going to be another tour. And um, it's all it's it's the Walt Disney home. Oh, is this the one that's um, it's in, in San, San it's Francisco? In, I was going to say, I know there's one actually in his hometown. No, this one is in San Francisco. Okay. It's like the Walt Disney Home Museum. I think Brian Hall went yes, on this he and we did. watched the video. Yes, he did. And the, the merch in there is amazing. And I think there's actually artifacts and stuff from his home or something along those lines. Obviously, it's not in Disney World. It's in San Francisco. 
But it's obviously about Walt Disney, so. <laughs> but yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about that. You don't have anything else to say about that? No. <laughs> um, so this one doesn't, I'm going to kind of go on the same um, wave, I guess, as you. Wavelength. It's not, actually, it's not actually in the parks, but this is something I do want to see because we've seen this show inside of Disneyland or Disney World. Um, I would really like to see The Lion King on Broadway. Oh, okay. That's super attainable. Um, all yours, all yours are like, what? But you gotta realize you can you. We can do that tomorrow. What are you talking about? I Mine mean, are like, Kathy. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> Stop dreaming this big. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen the The Lion King's one of my favorite movies, and I really enjoy the show that they actually have inside of um, Walt Disney World. But I'd like to see. It on Broadway, I think it'd be interesting. That's actually, I'm I'm a huge Broadway nerd. Um, I don't, I've never seen Lion King on Broadway, which is astounding to me. Because I went to a lot of shows when I was in school. I just thought that that would be one of them, but it wasn't. And I've heard nothing but amazing things. Obviously, it's been on Broadway for Forever. how many years? Um, no, but that's, I mean, we could do that tomorrow, whatever. We, I have. <laughs> it's just like me paying for Wicked. <laughs> Did you tell our listeners that you're taking me to see Wicked? No, you can tell them if you want. I just said it. Go ahead and finish it. Well, you got You have to tell them what the what how I presented it. I feel like you tell it better than I do. Well, I I, I did the live video on Facebook of um, it's from the movie Up. Obviously, it's Disney related. That's why we can talk <laughs> about it. Um, <laughs> I made it very Disney related. It says it's our adventure book, and each page like. It's kind of like a scrapbook, I guess, almost. Yeah. And each page, John had put, like, he, he's very, like, sentimental. He's secretly a woman, I feel like, sometimes. <laughs> because he's very, like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe. Like, the things that he thinks of, I wouldn't even think to do that. <laughs> so he, like, saved all of our ticket stubs and, like, literally everything from every date that we've ever had. Not everything. Pretty I mean, much. I'd say about 80%. I've lost I'd say about 90 I'd but, say about 90. Okay. But um, he, like, taped or glued or whatever thing, like, these ticket stubs in our adventure book. And then the last page, I don't know, it, it was a cute little thing. I'm not going to, like, reveal what it said because that's kind of personal between me and you. Um, but it was basically saying, like, will you go on this next adventure with me to see Wicked in Columbus in April? And I was like, <laughs> And this was one of the first times I got Kathy to freaking cry during a gift. It, it was just because I guess I wasn't expecting it. Like I, and this this is gonna sound ungrateful, I guess, but I kind of expect Disney at this point because you've taken me, <laughs> <laughs> you you've taken me there twice already. You've surprised three me three times. No, you've I surprised you. You've surprised me twice with Disney. You've taken me there four times now. Now, did we ever tell how I um, kind of ruined the surprise on the one? The second one? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, so me and Kathy, uh, I know we're going off on a bit of a tangent. We here, always but, do this. Um, but our second time going down to Walt Disney World, I was surprising Kathy. I don't even think I told you what we were doing. No, you said we were going away. Yeah, I literally just... No, I think I said we were going somewhere and just to be ready. Yeah. Basically, it was a pack your bags kind of thing. Like, you don't have to worry about it. And I'm just like, I can't. I have anxiety. I need to know and where I'm going. Like five times a day, I was getting a text. Where are we going? 
What are we doing? Where should I pack? <laughs> and I'm like, the trip isn't for two months. <laughs> so I ended up, we were watching a Disney food blog. Like we've said before, if you get a chance to watch her, her videos are great. Um, we really enjoy them. Um, and it was one of the Christmas videos, and it was like, what to do at Christmas 2019 at Disney World. And one of the pictures came up, and I said, and Kathy was like, oh, that'd be so cool to do. And me being the idiot, I am blurted out, oh, we could do that this year. And I went, oh. Was that it? Yeah. I'm confused, though, because I thought you spilled the beans whenever we were at the hockey game. No. And I tried to said, play it off after, but it didn't work. Yeah, so you kind of spilled the beans yeah. again when we were at the hockey game. And we're just sitting there. And I'm a very big, firm believer in, like, whenever we're together, it's us time. Like, we shouldn't be playing on our phones. Like, if we're out on a date night, it's me and you. And he kept looking at his phone. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why are you looking at your phone so much? He's like, oh, screw it. And he just hands me, he's like, pick our fast passes. And I'm like... Are you serious right now? Yeah, because you had to be so nib- you had to be so nibby <laughs> that I just was like, "Screw it! Here's our fast passes. Pick them." Yeah, but um, I thought that's whenever you uh, gave it up, no. like the secret. Nope. nope. All right. So, oh no, 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 no! I remember what it was. It was uh, an ornament, and I said I wanted to make. I wanted yeah. to have that ornament made, and you're like, "Well, we can have it made this year," and I'm like, "Huh." <laughs> um, okay. I just went. I didn't say I was 55. What was my last one? The tour of Walt's home? Or yes. the home museum yes. or whatever? Yes. No, I did the Lion King show. No, I'm saying what my I know, was. but I was just saying my last okay. one was Lion King show. All right, so then this would be my number five. Yes, my number five. Um, this one, we're getting into like the halfway mark where like these are going to be more expensive and less attainable, <laughs> I guess. Um, so this one is to simply rent a camper. Oh, God. Did I just delete it? Oh, I just deleted No, I didn't. <laughs> I thought I deleted it. Um, <laughs> rent a camper. Uh, a small camper, like, you know. They do have those. Um, if you ever do want to do that, you can rent a camper uh, in Orlando, and then they will just take it right over to the parks for you. Yeah, but that's not where I'm going with that. I was just saying that as an option. Um, and I would want to stay at the campsites at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort. Um, what? Is there an echo in here? I literally just said that. Okay. But you I don't want to rent it from Disney is what I'm no, saying. No, you don't rent it from Disney. There's people you can rent the oh. RV from and they'll take it to Disney for you and have it set up. Why wouldn't you just pick it up instead of having you them? You can. But okay. Anyway, I'm not arguing about <laughs> this. It's stupid. Um. But I would want to do it during Halloween or Christmas, and I would also want to then rent a um, golf cart to drive around the property to look at all of the Halloween and Christmas decorations and or Christmas decorations. Um, So for those of you who don't know, at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort, they have these campsites, and a lot of the guests that stay there are encouraged to decorate their campsites with, you know, either halloween or christmas decorations and it's really cool i mean tim tracker obviously we talk about him a lot him and his wife just rented a golf cart they didn't actually stay there they just and you can do this you can rent a golf cart but you have to show proof that you rented the golf court or they will not let you through um you can just run a golf cart and like ride through there and see all of them but i think it'd be kind of cool to like partake in it you know what i mean like decorate our campsite and 
Okay. Crickets. Nothing? You're not going to respond to that? Um, I think it would actually be really fun myself. I've seen some videos of different people going through there, and um, that's actually something a lot of the more Disney influencers talk about is running through there and just, you know. Um, and we can even start small and just rent a golf cart. <laughs> And then in like 10 years, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I wanted to get this out there. Um, I forgot about this. I meant to say something at the start of the show. Congratulations to all the Dopey Challengers and runners and everything else that uh, did all the races at Disney this past week. And congratulations on finishing. And Yeah, while you were overachieving, I was sleeping. <laughs> Fast asleep in my bed. <laughs> but uh, anybody that was able to uh, do the races, me and Kathy uh, have nothing but uh, the utmost respect for you and hope that you continue to do the uh, Run Disney events. I told John this past weekend, I think we were, I don't know what we were looking at. Um, we saw somebody with a sign and I was like, that's going to be me. I'm going to stand at one point. I'm going to stand at the end of the race and I'm just going to be like, this holding, is a sign. You know, I'm going to hold the sign that says I made a sign. Because all these people are like running like 26 miles. And I'm like, I made a sign. <laughs> but that, yeah, that's going to be me. Anyway, what's your, uh, what's your next one? I'm trying to pull it up here real quick. So give me a second. This uh, is why you should have wrote them down. I know. Thank you. You're yelling. Get away from the mic or turn down your levels. Oh, that's ridiculous. Your <laughs> levels are ridiculous right now. Um, so I really want to go. Now, this is a new um, thing with Disney. This is at the Riviera. Oh, I thought you were going to say you want to see Walt's Frozen Head because that's definitely my number one. <laughs> I'm joking. It's not. I want to go to Topolino's Terrace uh, Flavors of the Riviera. Is that a restaurant? Yes. Is okay. that, it's kind of like Top of the World Lounge. Yeah, yeah. Except it's at the Top of the Riviera. Ooh, is it the new Top mm -hmm. of the World Lounge? I wonder if it's as magnificent. Um, They have all kinds. They have um, breakfast at 7.30 to 11 a.m. And then they also serve dinner there at 5 to uh, 9.30. So they, it's a little bit more expensive. I mean, but it's definitely obtainable. Uh, $35 to $59. Um, it's actually just, like I said, it's brand new, so it's really hard to get a reservation right now at the, uh, kind of like the top of the world, I guess, of Riviera. I'm going to add another one to my honorable mention. Okay. Um. <laughs> As I show Kathy, I'm going to show Kathy a picture of it. Um, oh, that looks beautiful. -E Look at those desserts completely ignores the view i show her I, I saw the view but i also saw those desserts <laughs> all right so we're going to move to number four for me um this one just revolves around a resort i guess um this has been a dream of mine for as long as i can remember and that is i think i know where this is going what contemporary yeah i want to say at the contemporary and i was thinking possibly for like one of our like monumental like anniversaries like a five a ten a 15 a 20 year anniversary for us like i would really like and even if it's just one night i would prefer two nights just because i think you'd have more time to do things at the resorts um but also i just i could not and i would want a castle view obviously because why are you going to pay so much money for the contemporary if you're not going to get a castle view yeah i just could not imagine waking it up in the morning and just <laughs> seeing a castle and be like, I'm home. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's always been in your mind for as long as I can remember. So I'm going to kind of, once again, piggyback off yours. Okay. I want to stay at a resort at Disney. I want to stay at Copper Creek. 
Those are the ones that we looked at yeah. whenever we were DVC members for one, one day. Whole day. That's the one we got to take a tour of. Okay, okay, was, so those are gorgeous. Yes. Where are they located, though? I'm not sure. I looked the other day because I was looking to see um, exactly where it's located. It's in the Walt Disney area. I just have no idea so where it is. So this is a DVC resort, obviously, but you can also stay on it if you're not DVC, right? Yes, it was the um, resort. I think it was before Riviera. Okay. The, it was the latest before Riviera. Okay. Um, so me and Kathy have actually seen the rooms inside of Copper Creek, and it just seemed absolutely beautiful and something that me and Kathy would um, really, really, really enjoy. So. Yeah. I, I ha There was one on here that I didn't put. Um, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yes. I'm not going to mention that in here. I'm just going to, like, throw that out there. I think that one's probably, out of every single one of these, the most attainable. I mean, Disney... They're expensive with their hotels, but yes, that is very obtainable. I mean, it's just... That one I would be okay with with one night because I would just want to wake up and see the animals. That's yeah. the only thing that I would want. Um, okay, so what am I on? Number three already. Three, yeah, we're, we're zooming. two, one. Okay, yeah. So my number three is Disneyland Tokyo. This was going to be in my top three when I was going to okay. write it down, so we'll just talk about it together. Um, so Disneyland Tokyo, obviously... Um, it's one of the international ones. Um, but the reason I chose this is because I watched Tim and Jen Tracker, of course, go to Tokyland. 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 That's what they should have named Tokyland. it. Tokyland. Tokyland. Welcome to Tokyland. <laughs> um, the hotel that is like. I don't even know how to describe there is a it. I th want to say there's a hotel at Disneyland Tokyo that is in the park. Yes, that's what I. That's yeah, the one yeah. I'm talking about. Okay, it's that's like, what I thought. and like, I don't know. I, and I know this one is actually not as expensive as you would think. I looked up rates last night: three hundred and fifty-four dollars for one night. I understand that, but it's the plane flight getting over there. That no, I know, you. but I mean, to stay in a hotel—just think about that—to stay in a hotel that literally is inside the park. I know. For three hundred and fifty-four dollars, they're doing it right over there in Tokyo. Let me tell you. Um, but not only is that the reason for the hotel, um, obviously the, the culture, and we want to travel internationally mm -hmm. together because the only place that we've been together outside oh, of Canada. the USA is Canada. Oh, man, okay, we just lost all, all, all three of our people are gone now. Maybe we're attracting Canadians. Bring me some poutine. That's all I got to say. Happy Canada Day. Smarties in Canada are better than Smarties. Robin Smarkles. Sparkles. What? Let's go to the mall. Smarties in Canada are better than Smarties in America. And I will even Take go... Take it to the bank! I will even go as far as Smarties in, Amer in, in Canada are better than American M&M's. I would say that. Yes. Uh, and, by the way, their Kit Kats are better than our Kit Kats. Oh. Even though that I think that was just a figment of our imagination. That it never actually happened. And we can talk about it because I just said figment. <laughs> um, okay. So anyway. Um, not only is it because of like the car culture and the, the hotel that's outside of the castle. Um, but the new Beauty and the Beast ride is actually debuting this year. Oh, it's just Kathy's. It's just, but she's also excited about. Do you remember seeing this? Yes, I remember okay. seeing like the um, animatronics and yeah. everything they were building yeah. for it. Yeah. I am so excited. Like I can't even just wait to see like a ride through of it, but that's going to make me want to go so much more. 
but I would say this is very this is in my top three um, because I think I didn't put Disneyland because Disneyland is attainable. Yes. Like in California, obviously it's attainable. It's going to happen. I would say within the next two years for us, to be perfectly honest. Right? Would you maybe yeah, even a year maybe, and a half? Yeah, yeah. It just depends. I would say like next year, like the, uh, towards the end of next year. I would say the fall of next year is when we're striving to go to Disneyland. Disneyland Tokyo is a whole different spectrum, like John said, because the plane ride, pl the flights to get over there are ridiculously priced. But out of all the international Disneylands that they have, this is the one that I would most want to go to. See, I feel like if we would do that, we would have to fly first class on that flight because I don't know if I can be crammed up like that for like 12 hours. You're not crammed up. Right. Whenever I went to um, London, there was ample leg room. And that's a 14-hour flight. I think a 10 or a 14-hour flight, I'm not right. sure. But no, there's like ample now, leg room. Uh, my next one kind of... You t you said you wanted to go to Tokyo. Is there any anything else you want to elaborate on that? Not really. Okay. Just I mean, it just seems like it's probably the best Disney park that's out there. No offense to Walt Disney World. I wouldn't say the best. Um, but they're like merchant. Even their merch over there is like so unique compared to what we have. It's so cool. It's so much cooler. And I've noticed actually, Disney World is now adapting some of the Tokyo Disneyland merch. Like, um, I forget what they're called, but they're headbands. Um, and they have like Marie from the Aristocats, uh, Tigger, a few other ones that we are adapting now from Tokyo Disneyland. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. I just want, I, no, you're good. Whatever. Um, this one's a little bit, it's obtainable, but it's hard because of where it's located right now. So, but it's a moving thing. Um, confused. I would really like to do, and it can be connected because it was bought out before he died. Um, the Jim Henson exhibit, um, this is an Imagination Unlimited, is a traveling exhibit uh, organized by the Museum of Moving Imagery in cooperation with the Jim Henson Company, the Muppet Studios, and Sesame Workshop, and is touring worldwide by Flying Fish. You do realize that this is in New York, right? No, it is actually in Albuquerque right now. So this, I told you about yeah, this. Yeah, I, I know. It's still because something I would like to do. whenever we went to Philadelphia, I tried to make this happen. I tried to take you to New York, which is only like an hour or two yeah. outside of Philly, yeah. but we just didn't have time. That's actually what I wanted to do. So it's very attainable. Dang, yours are like super attainable. And mine are just like, like you're going to hear the next one. You're going to be like, <laughs> you're funny. Okay. Right, so my number two. Can I get a drum roll? Joy to the world. Yes! <laughs> if you're still listening to us. <laughs> what was that? That was the grandma hiccuping oh. after she drinks. <laughs> um, this one is very, it's, it's not at all attainable. <laughs> I mean, it is, but like you have to be chosen. Oh God! So if you're if you're still with me, I think you know what I mean. I would love to stay in the Cinderella castle. Oh, suite. I thought you were going somewhere else with that, and I was going to say, "It's gonna happen, sweet pea." What? I thought you were talking Club Thirty Three. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh man, honorable mention. <laughs> That's fifty k a year. Yes, but if you're invited by somebody that has a Club Thirty Three membership. It's free. Like you would, you just have to be invited. I just want to see the lounge. Like I'm not trying to be a member. 
So like if we're down in Florida, once we move down in Florida and we hit up some cast members that possibly might be a Club 33 member, invite me. Please explain a cast member that's a Club 33 member. You never know. Their parents may be rich. Okay. <laughs> or their significant other. <laughs> and they just really love Disney World. Hello, <laughs> me. <laughs> um, no, definitely an honorable mention, though. And I, I do want to talk about that because, like I said, if you're invited by a Club 33 member, that's doable. That's totally doable. Spending 50K a year on membership? Not so doable, unless you're a millionaire. Or part of the Illuminati. Walt Disney part of the Illuminati? Probably. <laughs> he was a Freemason. <laughs> but anyway, um, so the That's Cinder a question for Derek on a later day. <laughs> um, Cinderella Castle Suite. You have to be basically chosen. You have to win, like... Which I think with the 50th anniversary of Magic Kingdom, they're probably going to be giving this out every once in a while. Oh, don't say that to me. My heart hurts. Because... I don't. Where was it? It was either during the thirtieth or fortieth um, celebration that they were doing um, these things. They were called like dream um, ca catchers, dream so, catchers. I don't know, or dream makers or something like that. Oh, and they were literally would just walk up to random people and say, "What's your Disney dream?" Oh yeah, I mean that happened back in like the nineties and early two thousands. Yeah, too. That, yeah, that's when they were celebrating yeah. these anniversaries. Yeah. And these Disney people would literally just walk up to regular park mm -hmm. guests and be like, what's your ultimate Disney yeah, dream? And some these peop people would be like, I want to take a Disney cruise. And I want to have a Disney annual pass for life. And there are people that still have those, actually. Yeah. Um, so that is the... Could you imagine having that job at Disney? I If, <laughs> if somebody came up to me, I'd be like, sit down, we're going to have a talk. I'd be like, Club 33, DVC, annual pass holder for life. <laughs> and I want to stay in the Cinderella suite. Make it happen. <laughs> They'd be like, man, um, we said one thing. We said one thing. <sighs> John, I can't make a decision. Which is it? <laughs> I don't know. What I, I, I personally think it would be for you would be the, the Cinderella suite. Yeah, because I mean, like annual passes, they're they can get expensive. But again, that's attainable. <laughs> like a little extra hard work, you know, doing some extra lift shifts. That's that's easy. <laughs> Getting the Cinderella. Basically. For the Cinderella suite, the only way that I know that you can do it is sometimes they have giveaways where you have to donate X amount of dollars. And, and if you, if you, no, if you, ha if you buy like $20 worth of raffle tickets, then you get so many entries. So the more money you spend, the better your chances are. But then you're not even guaranteed because yeah. you're being thrown into this like basically Giant a hat. Pool. Yeah. And they just pick a name pretty much like it's a name generator or whatever. So like you could spend ten thousand dollars and try to get in there, I'll never get, in and then somebody could spend twenty dollars and they can get yeah. in over you. So yeah. like, it's it's very unattainable, and that's that's where I'm getting at with that. So, it's a bucket list item, pipe dream, I guess. But I'll let you do your number one. I, I I'm kind of starting to fizzle out here a little bit. Okay. So. so can I? Okay. Did you look at my list at all? Like, can uh, you see my I list? I can't see anything. Okay. I see writing. Okay. So let me ask, what do you think my number one would be? Honestly, I'm not sure to be honest with you. No yeah, guesses them, at all. Most of them you've already said. Really? Yeah. So this one's going to surprise you. Maybe. I actually had the Cinderella Castle Suite as number one yesterday. And then I'm sitting at work today and I'm like, if I really think about it, if I didn't get to do any of these things except for my number one thing, what would it be? 
<sighs> okay. It's attainable. This one is actually very attainable. But it is a lot of money. <laughs> um, I would like to have our vow renewal at Disney. And I don't like it, whether it be like a 10 year, 20 year, whatever. My dream was always to get married at Disney. And obviously that didn't happen because it's expensive. Not <laughs> even the word for it. So basically, if it were just to be John and I and then only eight of our family members, only eight, because yeah, only, that's only, only 10 people can be at the ceremony. Only 10 people. It was starting at $25,000. Yeah, basically for me, that would have been um, Kathy's eight family members and my two. <laughs> no, that would have been me having to choose six and your two. Yeah. <laughs> like, who do I pick? Um, well, eeny, meeny, mo you. <laughs> um, but no, I like, and I don't want like any family members to be involved with that or friends or anything. That would just be specifically something for you and I. And then I would like to get like one of their photographers to take a couple pictures for us. You know what I mean? Um, but that to me would mean like the absolute most. Um, and I did like, ideally it would be in front of the castle, but I think now like you and I have made so many like memories in everywhere in Disney, like not just in Magic Kingdom that I would be okay with anywhere, even in like the wedding pavilion. You know what I mean? Like. I wouldn't care where it was. And I think we're going to make so many memories over the years that um, I really wouldn't care where it was. But yeah, that's my number one. That's your number one? Yeah. Okay. I, I Like I said, I'm fizzled out of ideas right now, so. Okay, we're all good. I said I was going to add something else to my, um, oh man, to my honorable mention. Oh, just, you're I good. forget. Okay, so I have one honorable mention that I can remember, but there were two others and I don't remember what they were. This one, um, it's definitely doable, but it's it's probably not going to be until, like, John and I actually, like, live in Orlando for a few years and become established, I guess. So there's this thing, there's such a thing called the Four Park Challenge. So basically what they do is they go to all four parks in one day. Oh, my. And you have to ride one ride without a fast... Well, I guess it doesn't say that it's without a fast pass. But you have to go to all four parks in one day... And ride at least one ride. You're already tired. Look, like, thinking of that. I'm already tired I'm, right now. I'm going to take it to the next level. I want to do the six-park challenge. And I want to ride one ride at every park in Florida. And then I want to fly to California and ride one at each. And then make it, a, like, a week's vacation in California. Oh, you're crazy. Yes, I am. Oh, you're crazy. I am. <laughs> There's plane security. Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> I'm very crazy, but I think that would be so much fun. Are you crazy? <laughs> he is not going to ever do that with me. I, I'll do. I'll try. But have you ever heard of TSA? Okay, yeah, but think about it. There's a three-hour time I difference. I understand that, but... Three... Listen, no, you don't understand what I'm saying. There's a three-hour time it's difference. Can I talk? Can I talk? There's a three-hour time difference. If we got up and went to Rope Drop, started at Magic Kingdom, because that's the craziest park, okay? Started at Magic Kingdom, did something like the People Mover. On and off. There you go. Five minutes. Maybe ten. Well, probably about seven. How long are you counting for the terrible transportation to get to Magic Kingdom? Well, we're going to be annual pass holders, so we can just drive. Okay. We can just drive to the front of Magic Kingdom? Well, no, but, I mean, whatever. Yes, it's going to be an issue, but <laughs> whatever. Hear me out, okay? Magic Kingdom opens at what time? Nine? Eight or nine. 
eight or nine, whatever. Go in there, do one ride. We're out by 8.30. Okay. Boom. Did that. Run over to uh, Epcot. Shut up. Let me talk. Run over to Epcot on the monorail, since we're going to park our car at Magic Kingdom. Go on the monorail to Epcot. Boom. Ride the golf ball. Golf ball? (laughs) Or figment. Whatever. You pick. (laughs) You're poison. All right, we're in and out of there by 9.30, 9.45. You're crazy. Because we have to grab a snack because John's already hungry. You're crazy. We leave Epcot, go on the Skyliner from there to Hollywood Studios. What ride are you picking at Hollywood Studios? Muppet Vision. Too long. That's not a ride. Okay, we're not picking that because it's too long. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Did you see me flinch and you yeah. didn't even throw it at me? Um, all right, so Taking go, straight shots at my ride. Go to Hollywood Studios. Ride something. Real quick, out of there by like 10.30, 10.45. Boom. 11 at the max, okay? Then we're going to take a bus because buses are the most reliable transportation in Disney. <laughs> we're going to take a bus from Hollywood Studios to Animal Kingdom. What are we going to ride in You're Animal Kingdom? You're crazy. What are we going to ride in Animal Kingdom? Dinosaur, because that's one of our favorite rides. <laughs> then we're going to go over to Restaurant Tourist because it's right in the area. We're going to grab some... Uh, plant-based burgers if you will for lunch go home get our stuff go Why into te- we just take our stuff with us or we could do that that's fine too then we're gonna go to uh, orlando international and uh you know go through tsa and we're gonna have a about a five o'clock flight so by the time we get over there i don't know how long it takes to get to california but it'll be fine and <laughs> we're go- we're gonna stay at one of the Disney resorts, and I know that seven-hour flight. I know they're super ex- expensive. No, it's not. It's like a four. I remember five or six at least. I don't think so. Anyway, by the time we get over there, we're gonna ride the Magical Express. We're gonna have them drop our stuff off at our room. Shut up! It's gonna happen. <laughs> we're gonna have them drop our stuff off at our room. Then we're gonna go to uh, DCA ride a ride because apparently their wait times aren't as long. Then we're gonna go over to uh, Disneyland. W- Disneyland, and then we're gonna ride our last ride, and then we're gonna watch the fireworks and go to bed exhausted. Oh, you crazy! Tell me that wouldn't be so much fun. It would be fun. Exactly. Oh, you crazy. It would be so much fun. And somebody actually did it. Like on one of the Disney pages, somebody actually did it. I don't see it possible. It's po- somebody did it. I understand that. But the the scenario you just played out in your the scenario you just laid out in your head, we went through three parks in three hours. Never in my time at Disney is that possible. You've only been there four times. Five times, whatever. Calm down. It's possible we go on a time. We look at the schedule okay. and we pick a time where it's not as crowded. You're welcome. And it's like a Tuesday. Okay, folks. Uh, Kathy, why don't you hand out the tag so they can uh, contact you about how crazy of an idea this actually is. I want to do it, especially when we start vlogging. This would be an awesome episode. It would be perfect. Yeah. You know what I need the next three days after that? Nothing. Okay, that's fine. I'll go well watching by myself in California. That's okay. Whatever. Anyway. Oregon? Oregon? Oregon. Oregon. Um, all right. So we're on... Kansas. Facebook, Started With a Mouse Podcast. We are on Instagram, Started With a Mouse underscore podcast. Twitter is at Mousy Podcast. And Gmail is Started With a Mouse Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah.
Before we get into the news, I wanted to tell you that you were right. The flight is... Wow, this is really... I'm really doing well. The You're right. The flight is five hours and 40 minutes, but if we had a five o'clock flight, it would actually be two o'clock in Anaheim. So therefore, after six hours, it would only be eight o'clock, and if the park closes at 10, we could easily get in two rides. Bam, wham, bam, thank you, uh, ma'am. And even if we could get one earlier than that, which I think is doable, yeah, we can do that. Anywho, um, okay, news. I haven't done news in such a long time. (laughs) I don't even know what the news is. What is news? Okay, Forky. (laughs) Forky, ask a question. (laughs) I wish that could be our intro. Forky, ask a question. John and Kathy, ask a question. (laughs) You should do that. Oh my gosh, you should do that. We should have a segment every week. John and Kathy. Kathy? (laughs) What are you doing? There's a hair somewhere and I can't find it. And it's, oh, there it is. It's tickling me. (laughs) Anywho. Anywho there. Um. Donnie and Burke have a new collection. It's like the Disney Park, so it has both Disney World and Disneyland um, theme park attractions on these Donnie and Burke purses. It's like a hot pink, so it's not for me. <laughs> it's not for me, dog. It's not for me. That's a no for me, dog. It's going to be a no for me, dog. Um, extended hours announced for Imagination Pavilion at- attractions in Epcot. Um, the attractions usually Ep- close at 7 p.m. except on days offering extra magic hours. Um, for for the first time in a long time, the attractions will for actually for the first time in forever. The attractions will operate from park open to park close. Um, journey into fi- imagination with Figment and the Disney and Pixar short film festival will be available to guests from park open to park close January twelfth through February 29th. Can I can I just bring up one quick thing? Can we talk about the imagination song and how catchy it is? Imagination, imagination. Why do you guys listen to us? A dream, a dream come true. I think we should end on that song today. (laughs) Yes, we're going to end on that song so everybody gets it stuck in their heads. (laughs) Um, The Kakamora, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it, that sounds really bad. Kakamora. Dual Whip Float from Moana is now available all day at Disney World. Oh, by um, the way, we hope you, gi- you guys enjoyed our little pop punk uh, Moana. Moana. Intro there today. Moana. So. Um, so this Dual Whip was only available during the Very Merry Christmas Party, um, but now it's available all day long at the Magic Kingdom. It's a coconut soft serve Dole Whip on top of pineapple juice and non-alcoholic blue Caraco syrup topped with a chocolate Kakamora cake pop delighted Oh, just kidding. Cake pop. That was the end of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, oh, cake pop. I started going into the next sentence. Um, it's from Aloha Isle for six ninety nine. Um, unfortunately, it's not available for mobile order just yet. Boom, bam, bam. A new annual pass holder magnet and merch is coming to Epcot for Festival of the Arts, um, um. which all of those were actually released. Now, I don't know if it was an actual shirt or not. I know we're talking about merchandise mm-hmm. that said, I did it. I slept while the rest of you ran or whatever and had sleepy. I kind of want to 
I, was that like an actual shirt or was that somebody just goofing off? I think somebody just made that maybe. D- Disney needs to get on that. I know. That right? would be a seller. I mean, do they really need anything else to sell at this point? <laughs> um, but ev- everything merch related was released for the Festival of the Arts. Um, a lot of figment. Yeah. Do you want to go into um, smoke uh, the Regal Eagle Smokehouse? Yes! I know we posted this on the Facebook page, but if you're not on the Facebook page, John's going to read off just some of, like, a few of the things that were released for the full menu for Regal Eagle Smokehouse. Got it. Give me one second. I am pulling it up. Okay. Okay. Sorry, there's, like, weird ads here and everything on this side. Do, 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 do. He is tired. Um... The menu for the restaurant currently known as Regal Eagle Smokehouse will include a variety of sandwiches and platters as well as plant-based options. On the sandwich front, Regal Eagle will offer a sliced Texas beef brisket sandwich. Say that five times fast. Yeah, it was terrible. (laughs) With house-made spicy mop sauce on garlic toast and the South Carolina smoked sausage and the South Carolina smoked sausage with tangy mustard sauce and caramelized onions. If John pauses, it's because his mouth is watering. So is mine. <laughs> <laughs> For an all-American burger, try the grilled burger topped with uh, barbecue pork and a fried onion ring. Mm-hmm. It's not clear yet whether Regal Eagle will serve, serve normal Walt <laughs> Disney World counter service burger patties, which feature a prominently b- blend of cardboard... <laughs> Okay. I'm going to have you on a loop just saying that. Serve. <laughs> it's going to be like, pew, 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 pew. Serve, 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 serve. I can't believe somebody actually put that it features a blend of cardboard. That's rude. And aged not eating a meat. Ew. <laughs> or something like the signature patties at Deluxe that feature brisket, Angus, Chuck, and short rib. It should go without saying, but we're hoping for the latter. For a lighter option, Regal Eagle Smokehouse will serve the Power Green Salad with uh, chilled pulled chicken, fresh citrus, and a citrus vinaigrette. As part of the Walt Disney World plant-based initiative, there will be a barbecue burger featuring a plant-based patty with a topped with um, barbecue jackfruit served on a vegan garlic toast. Regal Eagle will also serve Kansas City smoked chicken, Memphis dry rub pork ribs, North Carolina chopped smoke butt, pork butt. These will all be available as entree only part of options or part as platters with sides. <sighs> I think that's it. Okay. Sides include uh, french fries, beer batter, onion rings, mac and cheese, baked beans, and burnt ends, house-made pickles, and creamy slop. So basically we're going to walk in there and be like, I'll have one of everything. I feel like we could go in there and get a couple different things at once. Like maybe a couple sandwiches, a couple sides, and we can just split them. I think that's what we're like adapting to. We've always wanted to do that where we just don't order something for ourselves. It's kind of like a group effort, but it's just between the two of us. Just the two Two of us. us. Okay. Um, A new popcorn bucket has landed in Disneyland. It is the Millennium Falcon. Can I ask you a question about that? What? How much popcorn can that thing actually hold? Well, this thing's pretty big. And it's like deep. It doesn't look deep at all, like in the pictures I've seen. I mean, but really any of the popcorn buckets, they can't really hold that much. Is there a refillable thing? Like, is there there an option once you buy the popcorn bucket that you can refill it for like, well, not 99 cents because that'd be too cheap for Disney, but you know. (laughs) 
Yeah, like, but I mean, like, like the alien buckets. You can put a lot of popcorn in those. Not really, because if you think about it, their heads are like the popcorn doesn't go in their heads. Their heads like come off, so it's just the body. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Um, oh my goodness. Sorry, I'm just trying to. You're fine. Um, Mardi Gras shakes arrive at Disney Springs at Vivalo El Gelato. I can never pronounce this. Um, where is it? It's called the King Shake. It is. Um, it's a gelato spun with milk and served with a waffle cone, a cinnamon roll, and whipped cream. A cinnamon, cinnamon. Cinnamon. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Another inside joke that we're not going to talk about. Um, apparent there is. Um, Jonathan Kazdan confirmed that Willow series is on the way to Disney Plus. I'm not really sure what that is because I, I haven't been following that. I don't know. We've been kind of lacking on our Disney Plus. Yeah, sorry guys. It's like every time we flip it on, we're like uh, overwhelmed. Bye, uh, bye. Back to Netflix. <laughs> But Netflix is overwhelming too. They have a lot of stuff. But like, I think Disney Plus has so much that we want to watch. But like, John wants to watch certain things, and Kathy wants to watch complete opposite things. Yeah, like I want to watch like the Disney Channel, like some of the Disney Channel original movies. I want to watch like the ones that were more geared towards boys, and she wants to watch all the ones that were more geared towards girls. And we like can't find a happy medium. We in Barcelona. Again, you don't know what that's from because you nope. refuse to watch any of my movies. It's from the Cheetah Girls. I've watched the Cheetah Girls. Okay, the second one where they go to Barcelona. I think I gave up after the first one. Okay. I thought they broke up after the first one. I thought that was the whole point no. of it. Um, two new universities have been added to Disney's Aspire program for cast members. And those two new universities are um, Purdue and Southern New Hampshire University. I swear when I went to West Liberty that they made it so you could actually do it from West Liberty. <laughs> wow. Um, Ghirardelli is undergoing refurbishment at Disney Springs. Now, oh, they're not no. actually closing. Um, the that soda fountain and the chocolate shop located at the marketplace will be under undergoing refurbishment from January 13th to the 26th. So it's only until, like, what? Like, the end of next week, I guess? Best frozen hot chocolate you will ever have. Um, the location will remain open, but just different parts of the store are closing for renovation. So you can still get, like the chocolate and the ice cream and everything else but it might be even close closer corners than it already is yeah it's pretty tight in there i was hoping whenever i saw this that they were actually going to refurbish the entire thing and make it bigger but that's not the case so kind of upset about that um columbia like the jacket like the clothing line oh, released jackets. a mickey mouse collection and you know what that that's another thing that you no what? No. What? Don't get into it. I know where you want to go. No. Don't get into what? Okay. No, what? I'm asking you what you think I'm going to say. I think you're going to start talking about Tim Tracker. Yes, I was. No. That just irritated me. I'm sorry. No. No. Why? Because it doesn't need... It, it does not pertain to us. I understand that, but it pertains to Disney. Okay. And actually, the reason I was going to say that is because they went to the mall at Millennia, Millennial or whatever. It's in Dis is it's in Orlando. It's like one of like the fancier yeah. ones that has like the Prada and stuff like that. And they meant to go in that Columbia store, but they totally forgot to because they were going to get a jacket for their new son, Jackson, which mm. had the Mickey ears on it. But I'm still irritated about it. <laughs> Won't bring it up, but I'm irritated. Um, Marvel Day at Sea. It's 
part of like the Disney Cruise Line. It's just a certain cruise that you can go on for Marvel fans. Um, it is returning in 2021. Disney has confirmed that. Ooh. This is something that's geared toward Universal, but we mentioned yeah. Universal here on there, here. And there. And there on here. Um, <laughs> so Universal Orlando's Mardi Gras celebration is going to be huge this year. Um, I looked I looked at some of like, I saw some of the people that are performing. This is insane. Marshmallow is performing. Louis Fonzie, which if you don't know who Louis Fonzie is, he was the guy that did um, Despacito with... Oh, Despacito. Da, 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 da. Puerto Rico. <laughs> don't copyright us. We know we sound just like him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and TLC are just like... <laughs> I know. I don't, don't want no scrub. Scrub is a guy. I was going for waterfalls. I guess we weren't on the same wavelength here. Oh, sorry. But anyway, but those are in our relationship. <laughs> those are only three of the lineup. Like that's kind of big. Just that to be at Universal smokes Disney. Like, I know, right? Like, like I think Disney? the biggest one they usually have is like uh, Boys the Men, maybe Diacapella. Like I'm, I'm thinking more so along the lines of like their holiday viewings, I guess. And that's still not that good. It's like why don't we? It's like Joey Fatone and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Straight shots. Just to join in sync again. You're killing us all. But I just, I was like, seriously? All of those big names for a, a celebration at Universal. What? I got it. Idea. Idea for Disney. I knew you were going to steal it. Light bulb. That's not Disney. That's despicable me. Oh, whatever. Um, Disney brings back. Get on it, Bob Iger. Ooh. You got the money. Get on it. Ooh, idea. Because most of that Ooh, are idea. Idea. Are you ready for this one? Oh God. Magic Kingdom has a famous hot dog place, right? What is it? Casey's. Okay. Does any of the other parks have a hot dog place? No. You need to bring back and oh sing, and then bring back Joey Fatone's. Hot dog restaurant in one of the other parks. How about we just name one of the hot dogs that Joey's been talking No, one. I want to try his hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about that on Tim Tracker, the same episode that was talking about that it used to be at the Orlando Mall and that they took it out. Apparently, they still have a food truck that goes around Orlando, but they don't have the actual shop in the mall anymore. Which yeah, it's I'm probably kind of too upset. much money. I'm kind of upset. But Disney, hello. What? Can he go to Disney Springs? Oh, that too. Joey Fatone's. Fat ones or whatever he was. That was a, yeah. It was called fat ones because Fatone is fat one. Okay. Well, and, We're the, and that people would call him the fat one. I don't think that's why it was called. Google it. Anyway, boom bye. Um, Pandora has released a new Disney collection. This is why we never did the news because we go off on tangents so much that we just we need to have tw- ten minutes in the beginning of nothingness and twenty at the end because by the end of the podcast we've come up with like three hundred things that just mean nothing. Anyway. Pandora collection blasted off with new uh, Disney charms. I'm seeing Star Wars, Space Mountain, and then one of a couple in front of the castle. It's really cute. Um, Also, to celebrate national... I don't like Pandora charms. Don't ever buy me a Pandora. I love you. (laughs) Um, National Polka Dot Day. There is a new Rock the Dots collection at the Disney parks. You actually showed me this lounge fly, and it looks really cute. Oh, the black one? Yeah. With the polka dots? Imagine that. The funniest thing was when you said 
when you were saying polka dots, I thought you were going to say it was National Polka Day. And I was literally going to break into the Steelers song that's like, we're from the town with the great football team. Okay, stop. We are the <clears throat> just, Pittsburgh just, just, Steelers. Please just stop now. Um, a, a Disney legend passed away this week. or I'm sorry, last week it was on Friday. Her name was Auntie Kau. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm not Hawaiian, so I don't know how to pronounce that. Don't hate us. Um, she started her career in Disneyland performing the hula at Tahitian... Tahitian, that's Tahitian, sorry, Terrace in Adventureland Park in the 60s, and she moved to Florida when the Polynesian opened at Walt Disney World in 1971, and she became the official cultural representative of the resort. Um, she could be found making lays or giving hula lessons. Aww. So she passed away on Friday, so RIP to her, and... Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. to her. I'm, I'm sorry. That was a terrible time. That to was laugh. a terrible time. That was probably the worst time in the world <laughs> I'm to laugh. So sorry. You're literally trying. You're literally giving this lady your respects. I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because Derek texted us something very inappropriate and it's oh, hysterical. God. And then all I saw was a text from Abby that said, "Oh my God, no." <laughs> he's looking at it. And he's looking at it now, and it's Disney related, but we're not going to mention what it is. But anyway, um. R.I.P. to her, and then thoughts and prayers are going out to her family and friends. <laughs> yeah, I really wish you wouldn't have told me that. Get my phone. No, I didn't tell you. I just said he texted us. <laughs> can I? Can I talk yeah, now? go ahead. Okay. So the Edison's inaugural masquerade is coming on uh, February 22nd. It is a Saturday, so the Edison is in Disney Springs. John and I really want to do this because Edison is like kind of just. Somewhere us. that we would like to go. Yeah, it's like 20s-esque, and we love like the 1920s, so we're happy that Old it's... spot! You've only said it three times in this decade so far, and I'm very disappointed in you. Old spot! Old spot! What's going to happen whenever it's like the 2020s? Oh my god. It is the 2020s. Oh my god, I'm so stupid! I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. There is blonde in that airport. Shut up. <laughs> I think I just thought that we were in the early 2000s again. What is my issue? Are I you need... listening to Avril, Avril Lavigne in your bedroom <laughs> screaming about the boy that just broke up with you over your ice cream? I didn't need ice cream. <laughs> I wasn't allowed. <laughs> Anyway, um, back to the masquerade at the Edison. Oh, God. It's on the fe February 22nd at 8... we should just call it a podcast. No, 8.30 p.m. Um, guests will be privy to powerhouse trays of gourmet past appetizers, as well as access to a dedicated menu of themed cocktails. Masks are mandatory. Full masks are prohibited, though. And guests must be 21 or older to attend. Um... So it's from 8.30 p.m. to 2 a.m. And it's $65 plus a person. And again, the dress code, the only dress code that they're saying are festive masks, but full masks are prohibited. Um, along with the Donnie and Burke collection that came out for Disney, there is um, a magic band to accompany it. Ooh, It's actually pretty cute. I would wear that one. I know it's super pink, but I would actually wear that one. Meghan Markle um, is recording. She signed a deal with Disney to do voiceover for charity. Uh, Mickey Mouse is at a new meet and greet location at Epcot. Look kind of cool. I actually saw the pictures for this. Yeah. Um, it features a beautiful blue curtain background and is surrounded by a film strip showcasing Mickey's career from Steamboat Willie to the band concert. 
and you can find him at the entrance of the Disney and Pixar short film inside the Imagination Pavilion. As soon as you enter, make a right, and you'll find the queue area decorated with pictures of Mickey's short films. He'll be waiting for you from 9 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. daily. Um, also, Joy from Inside Out has her new meet-and-greet location in Epcot as well. Boy, were you upset about that one. What? When we went to try to go meet Joy. We were trying to go meet Sadness. Yes, I, I love Joy. But sadness is my girl. She's my home girl. Okay. And she was leaving and Joy was coming. And I'm like, no. I mean, I wouldn't have mind meeting Joy, but no. Sadness is my home girl. Um, let's see here. So so if you don't know, sadness and Joy, like, switch out. Yeah. yeah. Um, as soon as you enter the room, you'll be transported to Imagination Land, where you are greeted by Joy herself. The new location is super colorful and bright, just like Joy. It's located inside the Imagination Pavilion in the... Image works section, and, and you can f- meet her from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily. Now, does this mean that Joy or Sadness isn't meeting with her? I wonder. I don't know. And, but um, also, if you go to meet the uh, her mm-hmm. um, on the other side is Baymax. No, he was taken out. Sad. R.I.P. to Baymax. Yeah, um, last week was like his last time meeting. Did you not know that? Mm-mm. Well, news update: <laughs> Baymax has left Epcot. <laughs> Oh. I really hope he comes back, but I'm very glad that we actually got to meet him because I think if I would have saw that, I probably would have broke down. <laughs> well, we did get to meet him at least. Yeah. Um, this he one's a, he analyzed my shirt. This one's kind of uh, on John's spectrum, I guess. Muppet Vision 3D is to close for refurbishment this month, um, and this is actually to enhance your show experience. So, like, we all know that Muppet Vision is very outdated. It I mean, if you. Care. I wouldn't say even the room that it's in because the room is meant to look like distressed and stuff from the show. But like if you watch if you watch the very end of the show, you can see these people that are supposed to be the guests at Hollywood Studios for today. No, 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 no. They're from like the early 90s. It looks (laughs) like it needs updated. Um, Just have somebody carrying baby Yoda around and we'll we'll call it good. No one will know the difference. Um, so it'll be closed for refurbishment from January 26th to February 8th. So if you are headed to Hollywood Studios the end of next week, it will not be open. Um, from what I was told, from what I've heard, uh, most of the refurbishment is going to be to the seats that are inside of there. The uh, new seats and curtains. Yeah, new seat and curtains. And I got to say, the last time we were in Muppet Vision, those seats needed to be replaced. Yeah. Especially like the size of them. Yeah, that's not happening. Um, the show will be back on February 9th on its normal schedule from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. daily. Yeah, like, I don't feel like the show's very outdated, but the auditorium it is in is. Honestly, I think anything that's 3D needs updated at least every 10 years. I would, I personally, because I think just with time, like, it kind of messes with you. Sometimes yeah. it gives me a headache, honestly, watching yeah, the 3D shows. Yeah, I don't shows. like 3D very much. Um, Mickey Mouse cookies and cream ice cream sandwiches are coming to stores near you. I believe they are actually hitting stores now. Yeah, let's not speak. get into this again. Please don't make me run to four different Walmarts. Honestly, like I'd rather have the Mickey bars. Mickey bars, and we know that they're in like all the stores now. Every time we go, and we just never buy them anymore. Yeah, because it's they're expensive. Um. Like $8 for four bars. So for those of you who don't know, there is a show on ABC called Once Upon a Time. This has been one of my favorite shows. I haven't like recently watched, I guess, the up, not the updated, the last few, maybe two seasons, um, because I was kind of upset when one of the characters was like off of there. But um, 
the writers are creating a new fairy tale series called Epic for ABC. Um, so basically, Once Upon a Time is just a show about everything like Disney characters, like Rumpelstiltskin's on there, Belle's on there, um, Elsa. Uh, I could go on and on and on. Um, what's wrong? Your back's hurting. Oh, poor John. He hates me, folks. But anyway, um, according to an exclusive with Deadline, Epic is a romantic anthology series set in a fairy tale universe of Disney. Taking place in a Disney-like enchanted forest, it will center on a whole new set of new heroes, villains, princes, princesses, and all manner of magical beings. While it will pay homage to the classic signposts we're all familiar with from the stories we grew up with, Epic will endeavor to create a whole new batch of characters as it explores love in all its forms. Um, the series is expected to take on a sim... Siri just... On the web for is it expected to take on the sim? On the sim. I didn't even touch Siri. And I... This yeah, is... Just, I hate just this. Go. I hate this. Um, the series is expected to take on a similar feel to the popular series Once Upon a Time, but it will blend Disney classic storytelling with all new characters and adventures in a way that is new and exciting. There is no word yet from Disney when to expect Epic to premiere on ABC or who will be cast in the series, but be sure to check back here at Chip & Co, which, sorry, I got my sources from Chip & Co. You're good. Now, that's a question, though. For that, I know it's an ABC thing, but if it's based on Disney, does that mean it'll be on Disney Plus? I think it all just depends on the rights. I mean, it's, I mean, it's Disney's. Right. I, I don't know. It, it's weird with rights. Yeah, that is weird. Um, so again, at Viva Lee Il Gelato, I don't know how to say it. There's a new menu item. It's called Waffle Gato. It's a waffle with gelato. Oh. For waffle? For waffle. Really? <laughs> I woof you. Falafel? I woof you. Falafel? I woof you. <laughs> anyway, um, we were talking about the, um, what's it called? Festival of the Arts um, merch. The ears. And these ears are fantastic. Fantastic. The reversible pillows, that's what basically they are. They're reversible ears. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, talked about that. Um, there was a first look inside Beauty and the Beast sing-along in Epcot. Um, I believe that was... That wasn't the one that was on Refurbishment, was it? No, that's the new Hollywood show. Studios. That was in Hollywood Studios, right? Yeah. That that Beauty and the Beast one. Um, so apparently there's a new Beauty and the Beast sing-along in Epcot, and they actually have um, artifacts from the movies. So that's kind of cool. There you go. Um, peanut Butter Pieces Churro is coming to Disneyland. Do you see that? It looks yep, like Reese's sa Pieces. Yep, yep, sad. It's not coming to world. Um, the Walt Disney Company received 23 Oscar nominations for the 2020 Academy Awards. That's crazy. Um, new Lady in the Tramp Lounge Fly collection has debuted. Um, it looks really cute, actually. I wouldn't want it, but it looks really cute. <laughs> not for Taffy. Um, so the Canada Pavilion, the, what is it called? The show. The show? Like, it was under refurbishment, I yeah, believe. Yeah, they were, I think they were trying to get a new show. Yeah, and that's actually what I was talking about. Um, there's a, there was a first look. You can look at Chip and Co. or anywhere else, really. Um, they have the new Canada, it's called Far and Wide Circle Vision Show. So it's basically that the Canada show was just outdated, yeah, as are a lot of the shows in Disney at this point. Um, Toy Story 4 is coming to Disney 
plus in February. And the new Gastos sign sign was installed for Remy's Ratatouille Adventure in Epcot. Like that big old sign. Did you see that? It's huge. Um, And this is the one I'm super excited about. I have one more thing to talk about before we end tonight. Okay. Um, Baby Yoda is coming to Build-A-Bear Workshop. I can't wait to see the riots that start outside of Build-A-Bear Workshops because of Baby Yoda. I can't wait either. Um, so I'm here for the, it. <laughs> the 45th anniversary of Space Mountain and Carousel of Progress is happening, I believe, this month or next month. I'm not really sure. But there is new merch in the um, parks for it. Um, Disney's H2O Glow Nights returns to Typhoon Lagoon in summer of 2020. Can Very I, exciting. Can I talk about that? Yeah, I have I- one more thing, and then you can talk about it. Um, Disney revealed a sneak peek at February's Pirates of the Caribbean Minnie Mouse, the main attraction line. So I think this goes along with those, um, I'm not sure. I talked about them before, like Jiminy Cricket was one yeah, month and then the whatever. B&B was like the end yeah. next month. Um, so this is basically just based on Minnie Mouse, but it's a crossover with Pirates of the Caribbean. And I'm seeing like a plush mini doll, some pins, um, a mug, a fanny pack and new ears, which the ears are l- really, really cool. I wouldn't mind those. Just hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. John wants to talk about the H2O Glow Nights. Uh, the H2O Glow Nights are um, something that I think me and Kathy will be bringing to you guys uh, for sure uh, with the vlog and everything. Because I think they go in like August and September usually. So that'll be something that uh, we hope to bring to you guys uh, vlog-wise. And we'll maybe even talk about it here a little bit on the podcast and everything. Yeah. And let you know if it's bang for your buck. Now. It looks super fun. Uh, I did want to bring something up on our podcast. Oh, God. Um, me and Kathy had talked a couple months ago about us being on a certain game show. Yeah, don't talk about that yet. I'm not going to talk about it. Okay. Um, we had said that both of us were going to be on the said game show. Um, due to uh, multiple audio issues, we had done multiple recordings with my... Um, with my round round and both were bad uh first time it was their board second time it was ours and um due to my insane work schedule that i've had recently um i decided just to kind of drop out of the game show because uh he beat me twice so i'll be honest with you and i just didn't really feel like it was right to go for a third time and if i would have beat him then i would have really felt like i was kind of like cheating the system so yeah and just with our schedules right now like and it might sound like an excuse we're not making excuses at this point like between us like getting ready to move we have so many other things to do it's just it's very hard to find time right now to record the podcast between both of our work schedules and everything else like we're just getting off the holidays and yeah we're putting that we're taking on our christmas trees next week because they're still up right they're still up yeah we just we don't have time for like anything um but yeah like john said it was just kind of time issues um audio issues i will be on there um we're not gonna tell we're not gonna say like whose podcast it is we're not gonna like say anything like that until Um, we get like the full yeah so because I just it, they're still in the middle of it, to be honest. Yeah, uh, I did want to apologize that. Um, Don't say the name. No, I just wanted to apologize <laughs> that I had to kind of bow out of the contest. Um, just didn't. The schedules have just gone insane recently. So, but that will be um, one of our episodes coming up. Probably, I would say maybe within the next month. We've said that a few times. I know so we've said gonna... it. Um, maybe the I would say 
at most the next two months. Maybe three. We'll see. Um, it's a lot. It is a lot, but it's so, very exciting. So. Uh, yeah, another thing I think coming up here in the future, we're going to start talking about moving to the Magic. This is going to start happening around May. Uh, we're going to start kind of giving you guys a uh, journey into our moving down to Florida. Yeah, and we more, really... And our, um, I guess like our experience in doing all of it. So yeah, um, it's already has its trials and tribulations. To be perfectly honest, um, I was told some news this week that kind of put a wrench in our plans. But we're not going to let that um, deter yeah. us. I guess um, the plan is for us to fully move down to Florida by the end of June. So, um, but yeah, like John said, we ca- I kind of want to like start recording before we move down so that we can record our move yeah, down yeah, that's to fine. Florida. Yeah, yeah, I want to do that. Um, so again, if anybody has any suggestions for a name, we haven't had any submissions yet. We've had a couple. That's okay. Um, nothing is ringing to us. I feel like it's just going to happen. Like me and John are just going to like be BSing on the couch and it's going to be like, oh, that's it. But if you have any suggestions, like let us know, private message us, whatever. We're very open. Um, but yeah. I'm John. I'm Kathy. And we hope to bring a little bit of Disney magic to your everyday lives. And so our journey comes to an end. But yours continues on. Grab hold of your dreams and make them come true. For you are the key to unlocking your own magic. Now go. Let your dreams guide you. Reach out and find your happily ever after. The battles, the stories, the losses and all the glory. We're changed by the way we live every day. Just look up and reach to the sky. We all have the courage to fly. You can fly.